Dead is not comfortable and it does not make for a life of organized personal finances. When you only have one debt account, it really isn't so bad to manage. But what about when you have more than that? This is where today's topic comes into play. Debt consolidation is becoming more and more popular as debt continues to grow in the economy. The good news is that there's a way out of debt for you and some are easier than others, if I'm totally being honest. If you will listen to this episode, you will gain a better understanding of what this get out of debt strategy is. Is it right for you? And what your next thoughts should be. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Financial Mirror. Financial Mirror. Where future success is reflected in our knowledge of fixing the one thing we can control ourselves. Hey, what's going on? Hopefully everyone is having a great, great weekend. I am, I believe, having a great weekend. Uh, it's a, it's another day and I am coming to you with more personal finance information at, here at the financial mirror. And I could not be happier. I really think that this is a, a episode that a lot of people are going to find value in. And I say that because of the simple fact that this concept is becoming more and more popular. But, uh, let me get my intro out of the way first. Thanks for joining me, financial mirror where we continue to work on improving the one thing we control ourselves, uh, I want to just tell you, thank you for joining. And don't forget to hit subscribe on YouTube, the like on Facebook or Meta. I think they're actually transitioning now. So uh, it is a little bit difficult to, to know what to call it. But if you still call it Facebook, cool. Uh, there's a like button there. And if you're on Meta, which is the same as Facebook, there's a like button there. So just like it, share it. Well, if you are listening to this on a podcast platform of your choice, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Apple and Spotify allow you to do five-star reviews. So go ahead and hit that five-star review. And Apple does do comments. And I highly encourage you to go out and do one of those comments as it helps sort of build up uh, the, the this message to, to get it out to more listeners. Uh, it just helps with the algorithms there at Apple. But ultimately, uh, this episode is, I believe, going to be very impactful to almost anyone that's in debt. If you are in debt, there's a good chance that this episode is going to provide value for you. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait, do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So I want to start off with this and this is just a little bit of uh, best learned practices uh, over over the years of working with clients, I want to tell you that 
When it comes to my financial coaching practice, 80% of the clients that I work with are trying to get out of debt. And I say that for the simple fact that I want to show you how predominant this is. Debt is not new, right? Like it's something that has been impacting so many people for so long. And I I say all that uh, because of the simple fact that I want to help you get out of debt. 80% of my clients are coming to me asking me to help them get out of debt. Well, the problem is, is that there's, there's still a lot of people that never make it to me. And, and, you know, when they, when they, when that happens, they sort of have to go off what the world's telling them, what people at work are telling them, what their friends, what their family is telling them. And that can be oftentimes misleading. But the thing is, is, is when we are thinking about debt, the reason most people want to get out of debt is because they want to do something else. The debt is sort of the, that roadblock that's keeping them from doing what it actually is that they're trying to do financially. So maybe they want to invest. Maybe they want to buy a house. Maybe they want to build wealth. Maybe they want to save for their kids college. All of these things are things that people want to do with their money, but that debt's in their way, right? Like you just can't get around the debt. Like you go left, you go right, you know, like you just can't get around the debt. And that's the part that so many people need help with, right? They need help and they often turn to a multitude of of places, but it's all in essence to do something that, that can, can be hard to accept when you're in debt. And that's people want to quickly rush to get out of it. They want to be fast. They, they, I want to get out of debt now. Like I want to get out of debt yesterday. Like I want to get out of debt and, and you want to, they start trying to do everything at once. They're like, okay, uh, I'm going to, to get out of debt. And to do that, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And I'm going to, you know, do one, two, three. And I'm going to do A, B, C. Like, like I'm going to do all this and then I'm going to be out of debt. And then I'm going to be able to invest. I'm going to be able to buy that house. I'm going to be able to start to build wealth, save for kids retirement, like all these things retire early. I, I don't know what your goal is, but what I can tell you is that if you are trying to rush to get out of debt, uh, you're in for a rude awakening. You're truly in for a rude awakening. And that's where I want to help you today. Because most of the time when people are trying to rush to get out of debt, what end up, ends up happening is that they create a distraction for themselves. One that keeps them from taking care of the first thing they need to worry about, and that's being debt free. They worry about all these other things. And the one thing that they need to be worried about at that very moment is being debt free, right? So as you're rushing through this, as you're trying to get out of debt, as you're trying to focus on that next step, what I will tell you is that the world, that America, that your coworkers, that the bank, that all these debt collectors, everybody is going to tell you, you should think about debt consolidation. You should think about debt consolidation. That's what a lot of people are going to tell you. Many people turn to this because they ultimately think that it's going to make managing their debt easier. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I disagree, but I do think there's much more to it than that. I do think that when we think of debt consolidation, we think of this, uh, this, this method that is all of a sudden going to make all of our problems go away. Like our debt's just going to be good as, good as gone, good as new. I'm going to, I'm going to consolidate. I'm going to pay it off and, you know, off to the races I go. Well, today I want to, I want to talk to you a little bit deeper about debt consolidation. I want to look at 
with you if this is a good idea for you or not. Because there's a lot of information out there. No matter where you turn, you're going to see debt consolidation. You're going to hear people talk about debt consolidation. And you're going to ultimately wonder, is that something that you should do? So I want to start off first with what exactly is debt debt consolidation for anyone that's never heard of it. So debt consolidation, in a nutshell, is a a loan. Ultimately, it's a loan that's going to enable you to use money that's been, you know, uh, loaned to you to repay any outstanding debts that you have, right? So it could be credit card debt. It could be, you know, overdrafts, other loans. It could be anything. But the goal here is that it's a a loan practically that's, that's going to consolidate or bring together all of your debts, your credit cards, your, your other personal loans, your everything. It's going to be all bundled into this one account and you're going to have one payment, right? You just have one loan now. You've paid off all of your loans with this loan and now this is the only loan you have to worry about, right? So obviously the total is the total of all of these things. Uh, the interest rate is based off of whatever the going interest rate is for that loan for whatever you qualify for based off of credit. All of these things. And this could ultimately make your, your debts easier to manage, right? Since, I mean, you've essentially taken all of these accounts and merged them into one place. So it gives you this one fixed interest rate and pretty much makes it where, you know, once I pay this loan off, right? It gives you a date that says, once I pay this loan off on this date, I'm debt free, right? I'm debt free. I'm moving on with life. My financial journey will continue, right? So that's sort of what debt consolidation is. Now, there's two types. You can have secured or unsecured. I'm not going to get too deep into that. Uh, but pretty much secured debt consolidation is where you sort of put an asset up for the loan. So if you were, um, if you had, you know, worse credit, you could do more of a secured debt consolidation where you put your home up or your, your automobile or whatever. And it just makes it a little easier to qualify because there is collateral in the loan. So if you don't pay it, they're going to take your house or your car or whatever. And then you have un- unsecured debt consolidation. And this is just like another credit card. Uh, you're going to pretty much open a credit card. You're going to pay off all of your debt with this credit card. And then your only job is now pay off that credit card. That's kind of what unsecured debt loan, uh, unsecured debt consolidation is. So why is it so popular? Well, ultimately is because it's, this mentality that all of a sudden my life of debt will be easier to manage. Now, I want to show you, I've got, I've got some screenshots of a calculator. So this is from NerdWallet. Uh, and I want you to see how, how you can sort of calculate, should I consolidate my debt or not? Right. Like I want to show you that. Um, but there's, there's a lot that goes into this. And this is one simple example, very simple example. Um, and, but this simple example will show you why it can become so popular for people to, to think about doing this, right? Because there's a lot that goes into, to, you know, debt consolidation. Uh, so when people can just come online and do a debt consolidation calculator and figure out if this is something that they should do or not, it, it grows in popularity. And if it works for one, somebody's going to tell a friend about it and they're going to go do it. And someone's going to tell a coworker about it and they're going to go do it. But all in all, uh, I want to tell you that at the end of this episode, I want you to see, is it generally worth it for you to do? 
not worth it for you for you to do. And I'm going to give you some of my thoughts. Okay. So first up, if you're watching this on podcast, I'm going to walk through this, uh, you know, through audio as well. So don't think that you're missing anything by not seeing it on the screen. Uh, so I will be walking through every single piece individually so that you can understand what exactly is going on. So first and foremost, on this calculator, the first things that you enter is balances. You enter your first loan balance. So in this case, we have a loan balance of $10,000. With a 13.49% interest rate, $349 monthly payment. Pretty uh, pretty normal there, right? Uh, the other one is a $75,000 balance, 3.49% interest rate, and a $300 monthly payment, right? So a $10,000 uh, $10, and $75,000 uh, loans or debt is what we have, okay? That's just starting us off. So... I hit calculate. I put I'm done. If you have more balances on the calculator, there's a button at the bottom where you can hit uh, add another balance and, and all of a sudden you can add another balance. Uh, but for this example, let's just do two. So all of a sudden you, you look at it and you're like, okay, I've got a total balance of 85,000 in debt. Combined interest rate is a 4.67%. Total monthly payment is $649. And if I continue to pay the same amounts every month, I would be debt free in 15 years. Okay. That's for 85,000 in debt. Now that's step one. That's on this calculator is helping you understand what you owe. Okay. Like I stated before, this is nerd wallet's calculator, uh, that, that we're going off of here. Now step two in this calculator says, here's your consolidation options, depending on your credit score. I'm going to show you these on the back end. What I'm talking about, is it worth it? But right here, I just put good credit, right? I just put good credit, which is a 690 to a 719. Um, so good credit. And that's what we're going off of. For this whole example, we're going off of that. So $85,000 balance. Now, here's the thing. Here's the kicker. Here's where you are going to use these sliders on this calculator. And you're going to decide what you expect the interest rate on your new loan to be. And then you're going to put how many years that loan is going to have. So this is kind of like as if you opened up, you took out a personal loan to pay off or consolidate all your debt. In this example, I did a 10% APR and I did a five-year loan on this 10% APR to consolidate all this. Now, as you can see, your current monthly payment was 649 In this example, your new monthly payment goes up to $1,800 because I'm now bumping it all the way down to five years. Before it was 15 years to pay off. Now I'm bumping it down to five years. Now the new monthly payment is the $1,800. And in the end, if I paid this off, I would save, you know, in these five years, I would save $10,407 in interest. Now think about that. So yes, you saved, you know, almost $10,500, right? It's a big deal. It's a big deal, right? Uh, but you know, you, you're expediting this exponentially. I mean, you are expediting it exponentially and you're doing a 10% APR. There's a good chance that, that, you know, that would be about what you would be with, with good credit. You may even be closer to 13%. Um, we are seeing, you know, interest rates rising. So there's a good chance that you could see a higher interest rate on this personal loan, obviously, because it's taking, you know, it's costing more to borrow money now. So I don't know what it would cost you currently. Uh, I'm just going off 10% for, for easy math. Now, 
you can see this is popular. This could become very popular because people could get in here and start messing with the sliders and they go left and right. And all of a sudden they're like, oh man, I'm going to be out of debt in seven years. And it was going to take me 15 and I'm going to take, I'm going to save $30,000 in interest. Like you can see like this is popular. This could be fanatic for most people that are listening to this that are struggling in debt, right? Because there's a good chance this could be a lower interest rate than what you were paying before, or it could not be. So what would make it? So so we've gone through this. What would make this, you know, even worth doing? Well, three things that I want to tell you that would make it worth doing. First off, if you qualify for a 0% APR credit card, uh, it could be worth it, right? What does that mean? So here's a couple. This is right off that nerd wallet calculator site. Obviously, they want to sell you something they they get paid when you open an account that was kind of referred through them right okay so we understand that now got it so these cards here's a couple wells fargo reflect card the city diamond preferred the discover it balance transfer you know so forth and so on but what these offer is an intro apr if you qualify for it you could drop your interest rate down to zero for however long that intro APR says it is. So for most of these, uh, it's for up to 21 months. Uh, do I see one that's not 20? Oh, the, the discover it balance transfer is for six months. Um, oh, that's for purchases. Excuse me. Uh, for balance transfers is for 18 months for, for the discover it balance. Uh, everything else looks like it's 21 months. So 21 months, pretty average, right? So for almost two years, you could have 0% interest, right? Now, the thing about these credit cards, and I want to tell you this, is that if you use these to do a balance transfer, after that intro period, you will go back up to a normal interest rate. So for a credit card, that could be 24, 27%, right? I guess that's, that's a lot of money. So is it worth it? Well, first off, can you qualify for a 0% interest credit card? If you can, and you move that in and you come up with a payment that you can pay off this in that 21 months, maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's worth it to consolidate debt to a 0% interest credit card if you qualify and you can transfer it and actually pay it, right? Because remember, it goes to 24% if you don't. Some of these credit cards will even say, if this is not paid off, before the 21 months, we're going to hit you with interest for the whole 21 months. You've got to read the fine print on that. So can you actually pay this off in 21 months? That's for you to decide. That's the first question I'm asking. Is it worth it? The second thing I'm asking is, are you always on time for your debts? Because remember, this is an intro offer. They're being nice to you. If you are late on your payment, they will pop you with interest. They're not going to just let you have a 0% interest loan just for the sake of having a 0% interest loan and be like, ah, no, he'll pay it eventually. No, they're not going to do that. They're going to hit you with interest if you are late on your payments. So if you're not paying your, your debt on time currently, don't consolidate it and make one payment that you never make or that you're sometimes late on. Just keep paying them normally the way you're already doing it. And then the other one, told you I was going to give you three reasons that you may be worth it, is can you pay off all of your debt after uh, or less than five years after it's consolidated? If you can't, it's really not worth it. It's truly, truly, truly not worth it. Uh, 
So if you go through and use that NerdWallet calculator, your your years to pay off should be five years or less uh, for that loan um, length, like how long that, that long term. So if it's less than if it's, you're trying to go like seven years on the on the loan, like it's not worth it. Just pay your pay your debt off. Come talk to me as a financial coach. I'll put you together a debt payoff plan and we'll get you taken care of. So when is it generally not worth it? If none of those, if you're like, oh, well, I don't really qualify for any of those or maybe I qualify for all of those is when is it still not worth it? Well, first off, it's not worth it because in general, it doesn't really fix your spending problem. You have a spending problem. You're collecting debt. You're getting all this debt and it doesn't fix that spending problem. And that's the, that's what you really need to work on. That's what you really need to address is the problem with spending that you currently have. That's what you need to address. So it, it's, it's something that, that is, is needing to be done. Um, but that's sort of where, where you need to be. It's not fixing your spending problem. And that's, you know, a, a huge component of why you're in debt. So if you just get out of debt and you still have that spending problem, you're more than likely going to end up right back in debt. The other time it's not generally worth it is when you only have like small debts. And when I'm saying small, I'm meaning, you know, 10,000 or less is a pretty small debt in comparison. Uh, but if you have a couple credit cards, like a thousand or like 2000 or like a 10,000 or whatever, it's probably not worth it. If I'm totally honest. It's probably not worth your time. You could easily just pay those off in a reasonable amount of time. Uh, unless you have like 20 accounts with 10,000 each. Now <laughs> we got a problem, but other than that, you know, it's probably not worth it if I'm honest. So, uh, if you, if you only have small debts, there's other methods out there to sort of help pay off your debt. The other time that is not really worth it is that if your total debt is more than half of your annual income, probably not worth it. Probably not worth, you know, even even worrying about. Just continue to pay it the way you are currently paying it. So what are my thoughts? So I, I told you, you know, why it's popular, you know, why you why it may be worth it for you to do some debt consolidation. But I also talked about why it's generally not worth it. So now I want to give you my actual thoughts on when it's, you know, when when we're talking debt consolidation, what do I think about it? Well, I think that it's a total waste of time. I'll be honest. I said this at the beginning, but I think that debt is a something that you need to be deliberate on. Um, and when you are consistently worried about like how many accounts you have or like all of these other things, like just own your debt and and be, you know, be responsible and confident that you can pay it off and just pay the debts off, right? Pay the debts off. Um, I don't think it's ever a good idea. I don't care what of those, which of those categories you fall into. I just don't really, I don't really think it's a great idea ever, like ever great idea. Um, even the 0% interest APR, I know, I know it. I'm going to get so much backlash. I'm going to, people are going to say that, oh, well, 0%, think about all the money I could have saved. Yeah, I got it. I got it. But when I'm talking to the masses and I'm talking to everyone, um, it's just hard to recommend that because what you're telling me with debt consolidation is for all of these years, you've acquired this debt, right? And now all of a sudden, I need to believe that, you know, you, you're not going to treat this debt like this new consolidated debt like other debts, right? 
Because now you've you've taken eight accounts, which seemed overwhelming. You've made it one account. What makes me not think you're just going to go get another account and open up, right? So I'm just, I'm, I'm not, a, I don't think it's ever a great idea. I ultimately teach and believe wholeheartedly in the debt snowball. Uh, I will continue to teach and believe wholeheartedly in that. I have watched many clients get out of debt using that strategy. And I know it works for everyone. So no matter which category that you fall into above, uh, I know that a debt snowball will still work just fine for you, right? I've watched many clients get out of debt using that strategy. And I, and I know for a fact that you can do it too. So why does the debt snowball work? Well, ultimately, it's it's simply because it creates small wins. You're going to consistently be paying off some accounts. You're going to consistently be closing accounts and feeling really good about it. Um, and that's a, a huge win for you. The other thing is it creates an easy to follow plan where you always feel like you're making progress. Every single day, you feel like you're making progress. And that's something that the debt snowball offers. And, and I think that it would, it would be beneficial to you. So ultimately, you can see that debt consolidation is something that I'm not truly behind here at the Financial Mirror. Uh, once again, I'm not saying that it doesn't work for some, definitely not saying that, but what I am saying is that I just don't teach it and I don't think that it's worth your time, uh, if I'm totally being honest. So there's so much out there where you could easily start to get out of debt without opening new debt because that's kind of what you're doing. When you do debt consolidation, you're opening a new debt account to try to bring all this debt together. Um, and I'm just not, just not a fan of it. So what I can tell you is, there are multiple ways to get out of debt, and I would be happy to help you with that. I would be happy if, if you want to do debt snowball, let's do it, right? Like, let's do it. Let's get you started with a debt snowball. If you want to take the debt avalanche approach, let's do it. Let's get you on a debt avalanche payoff plan and let's roll with it. But the big kicker here is none of it, none of it did I say debt consolidation. We're going to focus on ways that I've seen clients get out of debt without getting in further trouble financially. And, and that's what I want to teach. So if you are ready to take control of your finances and you want to get on the right page to getting out of debt, I want to challenge you to go to thefinancialmirror.org and hit book now in the middle of the screen and schedule your free consultation with me. I have helped so many clients get out of debt. It is something that I'm truly passionate about. I am truly passionate about watching you be successful by getting out of debt. So if you will simply go to thefinancialmirror.org, hit book now, you'll get a free consultation. We'll talk it out. We'll see if it's right for you, right? And then we'll get you up on a plan that will absolutely help you in getting out of debt in a reasonable time frame. Finally, if you do want to give a little bit of extra dose of support to the stream, head over to thefinancialmirror.org forward slash shop, pick you up some awesome financial mirror gear, all the money that's made on the financial mirror gear just goes to continue to help grow this company grow the financial mirror help more and more people take control of their personal finances uh, consistently uh, moved into into the new house getting the, this whole new setup set up everything is, is uh, all the money is, is thanks to all the, the clients thanks to all the, the the purchases on the website all of these things are helping grow this and make this stream, make this podcast better. So I truly appreciate people that are continuing to support the stream. Finally, what I want to say is if you are listening to this 
on Facebook or YouTube. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, share this with everyone in your life, family members, coworkers, friends, all of the above, just to get more people involved in their personal finances and make more people around you successful financially. If you're listening to this on a podcast, hopefully I did a great job giving you a nice visual uh, through through my voice, uh, wonderful voice, great voice, best voice you've ever heard. Uh, but gave, giving you just that audio version of this uh, stream. So if you're listening on the podcast, don't forget to subscribe on uh, Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple. Leave that five-star review. And on Apple, don't forget to leave a written comment. That written comment is one of the most important things in helping getting this message out to more and more listeners. So till next week, Continue improving the one thing you can control yourself. Peace. Well, that wraps up today's Financial Mirror. Join us next week as we continue to work on ourselves, change our mentality, and to commit to achieving the success we always envisioned. Regardless of your platform, help us grow as a community. Please like, subscribe, and share with the people in your lives.